We're on a mission from God. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Oh, I'm touching myself tonight. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Pop Podcast. Uh, this is Kyle, joined by uh, my fellow pilot, or what do you call it, co-pilot? Is that what you've been using? Uh, yeah, Jake. I, co-pilot. <laughs> co-pilot. Uh, Jake, and uh, we're bringing you the Pop Podcast for this week. Uh, there's been some crazy news uh, and a ton, tons of pop culture news and uh, trailers and releases so we're excited to get right into it um just for future reference we are now on a later recording schedule we kind of need to sort out what day we will will be recording but as it comes to releases uh we're going to be releasing later in the week just our schedules have shifted quite a bit and uh we're gonna need to adjust the uh, podcast release schedule so hopefully you guys stay with us but uh in other news um trailers 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 what do you think, Jake? Can I pop off the page? Uh, yeah, I think that this is a good year, a good week for trailers. Um, I didn't realize how many trailers have come out since last time I recorded until I started writing them all down. You yeah, know? it's insane. Both movies, video games, things like that. It's yeah, the list is quite large. And uh, um, yeah, start with the okay. elephant in the room for trailers. Which is uh, um, the Rogue One trailer? Uh, yeah, that little guy. <laughs> the, the Death Star-sized uh, elephant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what do you think? Um, yeah, I definitely, you know, it's just confirming more of, uh, you know, me believing this is going to be a, a good movie. Uh, it looks like it's very well helmed by uh, Gareth Edwards, I believe is the director's name. And uh, I know you were concerned about it showing too much, and uh, I think I'm... Uh, I'm right there with you. I know that, you know, I don't want to see another trailer. I don't want to see TV spots or anything. I just want to, you know, they, they, they get to the point where they're showing too much and they're teasing too much of what, you know, of the movie right now. That's what I'm kind of bummed about. I talked to you a little bit earlier when it actually came out and we talked just briefly and you said you knew a lot about what was released in the latest trailer. I don't know if that was through outside research, but, um, I didn't, and like when I saw the new trailer, it didn't spoil a whole lot, but it did show a lot of things that I would have loved to see, you know, would have loved to have been surprised by um, when I sat down in the theater, like, you know, her dad and who he is and his involvement with the Death Star. I mean, they showed a lot of information um, about the characters, you know, they showed, um, what's the dude's name, the guy that plays, uh, why am I forgetting, oh, no, Forrest yeah, Whitaker? Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker? It- yeah, they showed like kind of more aesthetics to, towards his character, uh, and they, they they just seem to be spoiling. A, I'm and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm extremely excited for the movie, and after seeing this trailer, I'm even more excited. But at the same time, I'm like tired of them trying to pitch that this is going to be a good movie. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. It feels like oh, people aren't sold that Star. This is a Star Wars story, and they're worried about revenue, so they're going to release these trailers to like ensure people that this is really a Star Wars film and I don't know if that's the right path. I think they're I think Force Awakens is something that, you know, it took that idea of like, I don't know, leaving a lot to mystery until it was released and like they really thrived with that 
and I feel like every trailer for the Fourth Force Awakens didn't show like anything. We you know there were still some huge surprises left in the store, and I'm sure there are in Rogue One, but it feels like they showed a, a lot of the story and a lot of you know the characters and the planets and everything. Um, yeah, and I, I think with Force Awakens, a lot of J.J. Abrams, he's very uh, um, very frugal about the things he puts out, and he's very uh, precious about them and makes sure that. You know, things aren't spoiled for the audience, and that's what I admire about J.J. Abrams. You know, he's not really concerned about, you know, oh, we got to show them this and that, and just to get butts in the seats. You know, he knows kind of what he has in that, you know, it'll sell tickets. Um, and for Rogue One, I think uh, a lot of what they're showing isn't, like, going to convince people to come to see the movie, you know. Like, if no, if you don't – if someone doesn't want to see the movie – the stuff in these trailers isn't convincing me otherwise, you know. Um, if I'm already sold, if I, you know, you already sold me the ticket, you know, then you already sold me the ticket, like from the first trailer and from the, the things that they've already released about the movie. Um, but yeah, like you said, there's some things that they showed in this last trailer that, you know, it gave away some stuff that, you know, I kind of knew just cause like in this, uh, line of pop culture uh, podcasting you know i do a lot of uh behind the scenes research about things you know and then stuff that not everybody will know and stuff that not everybody you know uh is expected to know about the movie but that i already know because of like the type of research and stuff that i've done so far on the movie yeah yeah I don't know. It's like how many times, like we were already, we talked about it before. It's like when they showed Darth Vader for mm-hmm. the first time in the last trailer, we were like, okay, that's too much. Now they've shown Darth More, Vader like in yeah. the flesh. Like they've shown him walking around. It's not just his <laughs> helmet. Like it's clear that he's a character in the movie. And it's just like, why? Like, why does he need to be in the trailer? Uh, why does any of it need to be in the trailer? I feel like it didn't need another trailer. Maybe. Maybe they did a really bad job. Maybe they did a poor job when it came to like how they released the trailers. Like, maybe the latest trailer should have been released later in the year, you know, or, I'm sorry, the two trailers mm-hmm. ago, whatever trailer number two that was, that should have been released later in, in place of three. Because, I don't know, I just think it's getting it's mm-hmm. getting too much. And, like, I would have understood this trailer coming out maybe a week before the movie, like, the, the hype train, you know, really, you know, climaxing, but we're still months out. So, uh, I think they're really, like, they're getting worried, I think, because uh, there's a story circulating on the internet a few weeks ago um, where it, the producer of the movie or something said that, yeah, we're not expecting this movie to do st- The Force Awakens numbers. And then that got spun into, like, oh, he's saying the movie's bad. He, movie's yeah. Per- yeah, this movie's going to perform <laughs> But it's like, yeah. no, of course nothing's going to do Force Awakens numbers. That movie had, you know, 30 years of hype behind it, you know? <laughs> yeah and and you know and like you said i don't know if all the people that are interested in the saga films are going to see rogue one which i I think is a case like a lot of people that i know you know they're huge saga fans a lot of you know the generations that have come before are huge saga fans and i don't think rogue one is up their alley so i don't i think comparing themselves to rogue or to uh force awakens is just absurd yeah and like they they kind of you know had to because it was like i think it was like a poignant question that was asked to him and it, oh yeah what do you think yeah do in comparison <laughs> so to- um in that regard yeah like of course it's not gonna do episode seven numbers um but he didn't sound like he was like 
you know, worried about the film or anything. And I think it's just, you know, they're worried, like the studio and like whoever's in charge over there is worried because they're, you know, the internet tends to spin things out of proportion. And then that's where a lot of people get their news from is they're scrolling through their Facebook feed and then big letters rogue one in trouble or something you know <laughs> rogue one reshoots and then it, it gets people like oh man this is gonna be a bad movie you know but it's just like you know reshoots are a part of any big uh you know multi-million dollar project uh potentially a billion dollar movie you know reshoots are always going to be a part of any movie almost so uh, i think it's just you know the internet age where people tend to they, they're trying to, you know, trying to get clicks and what gets clicks better than negative press, you know? Yeah, which is so sad that that's what it's coming and to. So, you know, it's about movies, too. It's not like real stuff. It's not like, you know, the, the like, yeah. So oh, it's just, yeah. You know. Im- yeah, so. I was going to say important shit, but yeah, movies are important. They're but important, you know but, I mean. yeah. In comparison in, to in like uh, yeah actual yeah. world issues, like Rogue One is a little low on the list. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, there's definitely some stuff I seen in the trailer that got me more excited about the movie. But then other stuff that I'm, you know, yeah, they're oversharing kind of. Like uh, there's a scene where they're running through the forest and you see like the the at at's feet like just like stomping on the ground, like stuff like that. It's just Chasing insane. Him. Like I love like those sense of scale. That you never really got in the original trilogy, uh, just cause they, you know, couldn't really do it properly. Um, where you never, I don't, you know, I can't think of a time where you ever saw something like that, like a guy running alongside of, like, an at at stomping through a forest, you know, it's just nuts. Yeah, and you haven't because, you know, in the old films, special effects weren't yeah. at this level, so, like, you had Luke running, right? But it was, like, next yeah. to a model, so the thing just, it, it, it just didn't look, nearly as good as it does now which i'm ex- i'm excited to see like you said i mean the special effects look like they're on point and they definitely look really impressive but just stuff like that i would want to see i don't know it's just i feel like i would i would have wanted i would have rather had a reveal yeah, in definitely. the theater of like a scene like that like where i'm like holy <laughs> moly you know now it's like okay now I'm, i know what to expect or like i don't know there for, well for what it's worth not bashing the trailer anymore the film looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I cannot wait to see how it looks in the theaters. There are scenes where there's in the trailer where it's just absolutely jaw dropping, and it's something that battle. Um, I'm sorry. Um, that they haven't really been able to do before in mm-hmm. the past with the saga films. There's like a certain film style that needs to be accomplished with those films, but I feel like now they really have the freedom to kind of go out and do whatever they want. So you can have those scenic views and, you know, mm-hmm. the vistas and kind of this artistic feel, which I'm really excited to see how they treat. Oh yeah. Like there's a, there's a certain color palette in the, in the saga films mm-hmm. that, you know, everybody's accustomed to. You watch any of the saga films, it has a kind of lighter, warmer tones uh kind of like an orangey reddy red fill to it you know like uh but this one it has more like a blue tint over over it all it's more dramatic um and i like that it kind of you know it's doing a lot to separate itself from the saga films uh and yeah just like visually everything looks really great and just really stands out as its own film um so yeah just, just like the trailer like that's what they do good in the trailers, just show like some certain scenes of 
just something that looks so like different and like it's it's so familiar yet so different like from the Star Wars that we know to like this kind of darker grittier it's you know like a war film you know you see the people you know say that a lot about this movie and the, that you get that feel from the trailers definitely <laughs> yeah I, I'm extremely excited for it we're only how far two, away two, two months, months yeah. away a month a um, little over two months or uh, a little under? under two months away um, yeah. I gotta start buying <laughs> my tickets um I, I don't need to just because like the the theaters around here never get filled up for anything, uh, but I know you definitely need to buy some tickets because up there, I'm, you know, you're, they're sold out quick. Um, I'm curious how many times I'll see this one in the first week. I think when I saw <laughs> Force Awakens, I saw it three times in the first Dang. day. That's <laughs> so. Let's see if I can. I have an addictive personality, so let's see if I can uh, top that. Um, so yeah, moving on, uh, to another space epic that's coming out, uh, next year. This is, a uh, on the lighter side of things, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, I was a, a huge fan of the first one. And, uh, you know, I just, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. And I think one of my favorite sci-fi movies, just period. Um, so yeah, the trailer looks really fun. It has the same tone as the original one, as the first one, and I'm just really excited to see more of this uh, universe that they're protecting. Same music <laughs> too, which I thought was kind of strange. I thought for sure they were going to pick a different song, you know, in that same realm of like you know the mm-hmm. '70s or whatever it was. But I was, I was surprised to see that they used the exact same song, which I was kind of disappointed about. But at the same time, I know there's going to be a good soundtrack because at the end of the first one. Doesn't he get a second mixtape? Yeah, from his they mom? have a, you know the awesome yeah. mix part two. So, so I'm sure the soundtrack's going to be amazing. But I didn't know this trailer that was coming out. Was this something that was announced? No, or like they kind of just dropped surprise? it, and I'm like really happy that they did. I'm happy they didn't like. Here's <laughs> a, a announcement for the trailer teaser. that's coming out next week. You know, they're yeah. just like here's a trailer, like a teaser trailer. You know. Yeah, no, I thought and it looks good, like you said. And I think that the dialogue already had me laughing. You know, when he's what does he say? There's two types of beans yeah, in this world. The, those who dance and those yeah, like who, just, who do not. And then he's just like, you just yeah. find a woman that's pathetic, just, like you, like that. I love that kind of interaction. You know, it's just so funny. Like where that just that dialogue line, and it's in itself. I was like, that's so funny. That's so. That's so. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which is what I what you know, it's just they're already sticking true to the formula that is Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Have they announced anything when it comes to like who the villain is? The villain going to be the same guy? And all uh, that, no, they haven't what? really announced villains. Um, they announced a lot of characters and a lot of actors that are going to be in the movie. Um, I think Kurt Russell is going to be in the movie uh, as Star Lord's dad, so that's going to be pretty cool. Oh, that's um, cool. He's a good actor, but yeah, they, like. Everything that I see in this trailer so far just looks really fun and just creative. And um, they kind of hinted at uh, that one uh, robot chick. Uh, it's Gamora's sister. She's coming back. Um, I knew she wasn't like gone because in the first one you never seen her die or whatever. She kind of just like left the fight. Um, yeah, the blue lady, right? Yeah, she's blue, kind of. Yes. Yeah, uh, she she's a like an android. She has parts that are from robot and then. Now she's even more robot, and uh, she's she's more robot than men now. 
Or what? I didn't know she was uh, a more machine than man. <laughs> What's that uh, from? Star Wars. He he's more, more or, machine. Yeah, what's he say? Yeah, he's more machine than man now. <laughs> Talk, he's talking about Darth Vader. Uh, in, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, but what movie? Um, is it? I believe it's uh, a New Hope. Uh, I think it's Obi Wan saying it. He's more machine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Unless I just made that up, like. <laughs> Oh, he's saying he's saying my father, right? He's talking about his dad, and then he's saying he's saying that Darth Vader is no longer his dad, right? Well, because Luke doesn't really find out that he's <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a, yeah. What, uh, move on, move on. Throwaway line, on. okay. <laughs> but yeah, super excited about that. Oh, he was saying, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Was he saying something about? Did he call him Anakin at some point? And then he was saying that no. Okay, uh, move on. Yeah. Push on, push on. Um, but yeah, that, that movie's coming out next year in 2017. Um, and I'm just excited about that. Yeah. Summer of 2017, you know, right? Uh, Marvel releases their movies, you know, one in the beginning of the year, one at the end of the year, and this is the one coming out <laughs> in the beginning of the year. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, yeah, so it's just like, uh, it's funny that they, like, when the first movie came out, they're so, like, pleased with how it did. They actually moved, like, I think Black Panther out of this spot and put Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in this spot, you know? So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm just excited to see what they do. Uh, the same directors is helming the film, so that's always exciting. And, Who is uh, it? James Gunn. That? Has he done anything? Uh, prior? yeah, he did a few things. Um, let me. I was wondering off the top of your head, if you had like anything. it's stuff that no. you would know. It's, um, okay, he did cool. Super. Well, he uh, did. He did Dawn of the Dead. Uh, oh, Slither. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's a good one. Um, he's a good director. And yeah, so um, I just hope that they didn't like rush anything to try to get it out in this time slot. Slot, which I don't think they did. Obviously, it looks really great so far. So. Yeah, it's been kind of in the works for a while now, or so. It, you know, Pretty much right after the first one came out, they started working on the second one. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's been long enough where, like, hopefully, like you said, that it's it's mm-hmm. had its time. And then uh, to be good, sticking enough. in the realm of comic book movies, Logan. Logan? Yeah, looks uh, pretty good. I'm super man. excited about this. It's like a, it's like a you know a mutant western, you know. You got you're the Lone Drifter, which is uh, Old Man Logan, Wolverine, in other words. And he's just, uh, like, it, it's weird. It looks like, yeah, like some kind of virus or something. Uh, it took out a lot of the mutants, or you know, all of them, they say, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know a huge... I've, I've seen a couple of the Wolverine films, but where does it, this is the last one, is what I've heard, right? Is this the last Wolverine film? Yeah. It comes... In chronological order, but it's just the very end of this. Of yeah, his life this is actually set in the future. Or... Um, I think most of the X Men okay. movies coming out later on, like down the line, are going to be all set between like the nineties and like the in like uh, the where X Men X Two and X Three were. Like, I think that's all where all those movies are going to be set. Um, this movie <clears throat> is in the future. Uh, you know, uh, the mutants died out. It looks like, 
Professor Xavier's uh, health is deteriorating as lo- as well as Logan's. So that's what leads me to believe it's kind of like a virus thing where, like, you know. That was Professor Xavier yeah, the old in man. the trailer? See, I don't know much about the X-Men, yeah. the old man. And, oh, okay. like, since those two are, like, some of the strongest mutants, I believe that's why they're, like, deteriorating instead of dead. I, I think they're, like, uh, okay. you know, the last holdouts, I guess. Um but yeah, and then you have the the Reavers, which are the guys with that one dude with the robot hand is like the leader of them. Yeah, and this is like semi based on the Old Man Logan comics, not at all like really what the comics were about. Those comics were like crazy, but um, uh, I love I love the music choice they had for this. Um, yeah, well, um, uh, yeah, uh, hurt, Johnny Cash, you know, and then hurt, yeah, which is just nails whenever you put it oh yeah it's just like showing logan slow and just kind of scarred up and his you know i think his healing factor is going is like not as good as it used to be so um i guess when he uses his claws like they don't really heal up like they're supposed to and everything so it's just like him slowing down and getting older and uh you know my theory i think uh this is gonna be the the they're gonna kill him off so we'll see what happens there yeah, I think it it looks like it has like a different tone to it than the last films, which uh, you know, like kind of a quieter tone, um which really in, is interesting to me. I'm I I never was a massive superhero fan when it like movie fan, but this movie really looks like it has like a really cool unique tone to it and a tone that I don't think has been seen all that much in a superhero movie. Um it was kind of quieter, you know, there didn't look like it was, I mean, it's just a trailer, of course, keep that in mind, but there didn't look like there was a ton of crazy fighting. It kind of looked like there was like a, a real, I don't know, it looks like there was some passion there, you know, from Wolverine <laughs> to that little girl, whoever that little girl is. Um, I don't know who she is. Do you, is she somebody in the universe that has existed before? Yeah, um, you know? the leading theory, and I like I tend to believe this one, is that she's the X-23, which is like a attempted clone of the same uh like project or uh, experiment that wolverine was a part of um and she's kind of like a clone almost of wolverine um and that's just a leading theory nobody knows for sure but uh there's a part in the one of the trailers or some of the art that i've seen that came out where uh you see the the claws uh of x23 yeah who it yeah, because she has is? two claws and not three, so that's what people think that she is. Is um, because also in the trailer, uh, Professor, Professor Xavier tells him, you know, she's more like you than you know. So like that tends to kind of lean towards her being a clone of him in a way. Uh, so yeah, that's you know something we'll see when the movie comes out. Hopefully, they don't ruin that before that before the movie comes out. But um, yeah. yeah, the other movie, the other Wolverine movie, is just called The Wolverine was had like a lot quieter tone to it as well. It was uh more of kind of like a samurai story than like a big action. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember when did that, that was a few out? years that ago. Was... Like I think it was 14 or yeah. 15. I thought that was supposed to be the last one mm-hmm. and then they released it. And one. I really liked that one um over of course X-Men Origins Wolverine um but yeah, there's no like uh Magneto picking up a baseball stadium or you know, destroying an entire city. It's just like yeah. a quieter, more intimate story. And I, I like that about this uh, movie so far. Like what, from what I've seen. 
Yeah, I, and that's what exactly where I'm sitting too. I think it's, I don't know, like I said, it's something that uh, I don't feel like I see very much in superhero films as a whole. So it'll be nice to uh, change my perception of them, hopefully. Uh, and, and that being said, you know, I mean, it, they're not all like that at all. I, um, I just mean that's kind of how superhero movies started off. I feel you know there wasn't it wasn't a huge storyline. It wasn't a massive factor. It was more of the action and yeah, like, like if that. you think back to so that yeah, like if you shifting. think back to the first Iron Man movie, uh, you know, it wasn't the world in trouble. It was just like you know these smaller stakes, and then. Uh, you know, they progressively got bigger and bigger because you have to like, keep outdoing yourself in the last one. And it's like, you know, now every time the Avengers are on screen or whatever, it's like the entire universe is at stake and other universes and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty crazy. And I'm glad to see that a movie is taking it back to just kind of like, here's some, you know, smaller action, some small, which I like more than just big scale, like cities destroying and buildings falling down. Like I like seeing, you know, Wolverine run through a forest and just destroy people with his claws, you know, like that, that stuff's cool to me. Yeah. Uh, That's a good point. (laughs) I, you know, of like what, um, what Iron Man was, it was focused on a small story, you know, some, somebody not necessarily like, I don't know, just mm-hmm. a more personal problem, which is kind of cool. And that's, you know, and I like that about Deadpool as well. Like, I think Deadpool took that formula and did it quite well uh, to focus on, you know, just a guy, a normal everyday dude, in <laughs> essence. And then, that, yeah. right, have him do something spectacular. Yeah, and uh, a guy that just happens to have a crazy healing power and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he then he was a mutant, but the point, like, it started off with him as just kind of a douche. <laughs> but it what? But it didn't seem. Yeah, it didn't seem like like you said the world wasn't coming to an end. Like in Avengers, is that's often yeah. the problem that I have with Avengers until Civil War came out. Yeah, which was kind of cool. I like Civil which War was awesome, a lot. Actually, you know, I don't but... mean kind of cool. I mean it was awesome. Um. Anywho. Yeah. Uh... All right. The last movie trailers? trailer of the night. Uh, oh, actually, no. We got two more. But we'll stick with the one-man wrecking crew. Uh, this one, that is John Wick. Um, have you seen the first movie? Yeah. I have uh, okay. not. This was a sleeper hit. I've not a lot of people seen it. Not a lot of people knew about it. And I've been championing this movie since I saw it. Um, I really liked the action, the, the first movie. And uh, just really fun action. Just... Uh, like the way that Keanu Reeves kind of fights in the movie uh, as John Wick is very different. Like I haven't really seen anything like it before, and we're uh, just very well choreographed and directed and everything. It was directed by two stunt guys that did a lot of stunt choreography for the Matrix movies, <clears throat> so that's how they know Keanu Reeves. And you can tell that they're stunt people because like the stunt work in the first movie is just really phenomenal. It's just a pretty cool movie and uh, like. The world that it's set in is really cool, so I highly recommend checking that out if you have a chance. And uh, uh, yeah, the trailer the trailer didn't look that good to me though, <laughs> which I thought was weird. I don't know if you thought the trailer looked uh, awesome. No, like, um, but the trailer seemed kind of underwhelming for some reason because I know, well, I know a lot about the films. I've seen a lot about them, and I've always been interested in the first one because um, I heard Keanu he kind of does his own stunts. Yeah, he always does his own stunts. Right? Like he. Yeah, I've watched a video actually of him like practicing oh, yeah. gun range. It's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just like, that, where he was, like murking the targets target. like crazy. 
Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, and that was something I, I don't know. I like when actors do their own stunts. Uh, it's um, like one of my favorite actors, um, Tom Cruise. He does his all yeah. own stunts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but um, so yeah, it looks pretty good. I, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, this definitely. Year. Um, yeah, I would say you know watch the first one, and if you don't like the first one, then you're probably not gonna like the second one because. Uh, it's John Wick Chapter 2, and it just looks more of the same, you know, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> uh, but, like, if you yeah, like, like um, but, like, going back to the first one, the trailer looked really corny to me, like, like, oh, he killed it, they killed his dog and stuff, but it all makes, like, kind of sense, uh, when you watch the movie, it, it, it makes more sense than just watching the trailer. Um, but yeah, the, the second one, and then it has, uh, you know, a Matrix reunion with Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves in the second one. Um, I think, uh, Commons in the second one, which I always like Common. He, uh, he's a pretty good actor, even, you know, though most people know him as a rapper. Yeah. Really um, he's in that movie Run yeah. All Night with Liam Eason. He plays kind of like a, who the hell is He's like a hitman that? in that movie. I've seen that movie. That movie is pretty bomb. Yeah, I like and I movie. like uh, Common playing like a hitman, and that that's who he's playing in uh, John Wick Chapter Two. He's playing like a another hitman. So, uh, he he's just good in that role. I don't know what like it's his, it's his presence or something, you know, about him playing a hitman that just works. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So that movie, uh, John Wick Chapter out? Two, comes out in February, I believe. So you have some time to watch okay. the first one. <laughs> plenty of time um but yeah that's uh oh and then uh yeah the movie the the arrival right oh the last one yeah i thought this looked interesting i saw a movie poster for it but i'm always in alien flicks and this one kind of seems i don't know it has like a little because they're trying to communicate with him i instantly got the vibe of uh what's it called uh close encounters yeah. of the third kind but at the same time i think uh it looks like a fresh idea and a fresh take on that. It sounds like one lady is kind of like the best translator or something like that in the world. And they contact her to try to decipher what the aliens are trying to say. But anyway, it's just another, it's just a, um, an alien flick that, uh, is coming out, uh, come, I think coming out soon. Um, but I just thought it looked interesting and kind of cool, um, and fun. So I, I love those flicks. Um, it's definitely something. I'm yeah, check um, out. it also has a uh, Forrest Whitaker in that movie as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, that guy's been. Um, yeah, he's getting. Yeah, back I like on him top. as an actor, and uh, I like uh, all the actors in this movie. Yeah, it does look look like an interesting sci-fi uh, movie. Uh, you don't really see a lot of good science fiction anymore. Uh, most of it's just like really far future or gimmicky. gimmicky yeah, and it's just like. Yeah. Uh, this one looks very smart. Uh, hopefully, you know, they keep that trend throughout the movie. It's like an actual, like, this one seems like more of original Star Trek kind of, uh, like, smart science fiction rather than, like, big, dumb, like, giant robots, you know? Yeah, exactly. It looks like some, I mean, I was going to say it looks like something that could happen, but, I mean, it could. Shit, anything huh? could happen, yeah, but, uh. Okay, I'll do that for them. Jesus, go get those I thought water I muted bottles. that. Sorry. Anywho, I gotta get water bottles after the recording, everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, uh, it does look good. good. Um, I like the kind of fogginess that's like going on behind the glass, and how they like kind of just like yeah paint exactly. letters into the fog. It looks really cool. 
like you said, it kind of looks old school. It, well, like I said, or you said, it looks old school. It, to me, it looks like a traditional um, kind of like invasion of the body snap, like something that is just, I don't know, new and different and mm-hmm. kind of fresh. So I'm excited. Yeah, and I like that it's like dealing with communication and language, and it's not just like the aliens are here. We have to fight them now. It's a war, you know? Yeah, exactly. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that was good. So that's – and then so shifting on from those kinds of trailers to other kinds of trailers. Um, yeah. Which, <laughs> what, you see the Rockstar yeah, trailer? The, Let's ooh, go with the it right into that. <laughs> Being mysterious. <laughs> um, Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2. Which is which the title. was obviously yeah. teased – which obviously was teased earlier that week. Um with a picture and people like, I think it like broke the internet. Um, people were freaking out. They saw a picture of seven cowboys like riding across the desert in classic Red Dead Redemption fashion. Um, and what do you think about the trailer? I like it. It doesn't give away a lot, which, you know, that's usually Rockstar's fashion, like giving a little tease and then maybe a month before it releases or a few months before it releases. I'm, I'm guessing at next E3, they're going to have a full trailer, um, uh, maybe some gameplay and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I like how Rockstar does things. They don't care about E3 or PlayStation Con or whatever the heck. They just, you know, all right, you know, it's it's close to it's October. Let's release a teaser trailer for <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Two. You know, um, and it was very, it was very. The trailer was so Rockstar. You know, like it opens with the landscape shots, and then like, you know, it just felt like something Rockstar has done before yeah and you know the graphics look great in this and like uh like there's different uh like day cycle day and night cycles that look uh really cool and just like the the way that you know he there's a dude sitting by a fire in the middle of the night you know it all just looks so like atmospheric and so red dead you know um that was one thing that i really loved about the first one how it's just like your own western your own cowboy story you know and I love that era in that uh you know time and place in history. So I you know I gonna be pretty dope to spend some more time in that uh in that era. Yeah. Uh I think the trailer looks great. Didn't yeah, like you said didn't give away any details really. It kind of looks like it's up in the mountains mm-hmm. more or less this time, less taking place in um, the desert, uh, which is where the other one took place. So, um, I'm extremely interested to see what, uh, they have in store with us. Are we going to be able to play as seven characters? No way. (laughs) But, uh, but you never know with Rockstar. They did have the three character story in GTA five. Um, I think they'd have something like that where he plays a few different characters, but not all seven. There's too many storylines to keep track of. Hey, you never know. And that, and that's the thing, right? Rockstar always does something no one's <laughs> expecting. So, yeah, maybe uh, like some co-op or something. Okay, no, it's you uh, my little over? brother. And, yeah, he's Is fine. You right? <laughs> okay, make sure he doesn't he's, need uh, anything. If he needs something, he can go get it. He has, he has legs. <laughs> okay, good. Um, <laughs> All right. All right. So. Moving on from trailers, or you got any more trailers? On uh, no, it's just, uh, you know, I'm super excited to see more. The worst thing about the Red Dead trailer is that it's releasing in fall of 2017, which is a little far away from my taste, but um, as long as it comes out Heck good, yeah, and uh, I hope they don't delay it, but if they have to delay it, because I know Rockstar is very precious about 
actually putting out a game that works. So <laughs> if yeah, yeah if they must delay it, then you know it must be. Um, but yeah, uh, there's just uh, I know the the big topic for the week is uh, Battlefield One. There's just one thing I want to touch on, um, which is a show called Black Mirror. Uh, I'll probably talk about it more uh, later on, but it's just uh, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix. It's uh, they just came out with a third season. Uh, the first two seasons were done by BBC, and uh, they're really it's a really good science fiction. Um, it's like what I was talking about earlier, like really smart science fiction, and it all has to do kind of based on technology and like the darker side of technology and things like that. Um, and it's just really good science fiction. It's not like uh, it's not dumbed down, you know, it, it actually assumes the audience has a, a pulse in their brain, you know, it's not like the stuff we, that gets put out a lot nowadays. So, um, I'm on like the fourth or fifth episode of the new season and it's just really good. It's an anthology series. Okay. What's it called again? It's called, Black I don't know. Magic? Uh, Black. it's called Black Mirror and that's referencing the way your phone screen looks when it's off. Oh, Okay. Cool. So yeah, pretty dope. Sounds good. Um, so speaking of games releasing uh, that work, bam, 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 bam. we might get copyrighted because I'm trying to do the theme song. But that's just mess it up rendition. a little bit, and then we. Can... <laughs> Are we? <laughs> oh, I messed it up plenty. Are we talking about Battlefield now? Uh, no, we're talking about the Infinite Warfare beta. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, the beta. Yeah, of no. course. Uh, of course, we're talking about. The one, the only, the Battlefield one. What do you think? I need your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts. You haven't had much time with the game. You've been a busy, uh, busy I'm man. I'm almost level 20. I've had a, a, quite a bit of time, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, it's just phenomenal. Like, I don't... It's since I haven't had as much time with the game, I don't have very many negative things to say about it because most of the time I've had with it has been nothing but positive. Uh, I think the worst part is just loading the loading times, which is to be expected with a game that looks this good on a console and runs this well. You know, um, that was one of the main uh, concerns about a lot of people coming into this that have been Battlefield uh, fans in the past. Uh, their launches usually aren't, and that's DICE in general. Their launches most of the time are pretty rocky. But this, I would have to say, uh, launched really smoothly. Even the 10 free, uh, even the 10 hour trial that we got our hands on, uh, ran really well, except for that, uh, that reminder that kept popping up. Oh my god, right? Do you want me to buy your game or not, EA? <laughs> like, stop. Please. It made me not want to buy it anymore. <laughs> if I could have, I would have not bought it. But I can't yeah, yeah. I know you put in uh, about double the amount of time I have. Uh, so, what are your yeah, I put in your, some your hours. thoughts? Incredible, dude. I like. I don't know. I struggle saying anything bad about it. Yes, I'm a huge Battlefield fan, so I want people to know that, like, out of the box. I'm. But that being said, I'm always. <laughs> I'm always open to bashing a game if it deserves a bashing, but there's something about this game. There's like a magic to it and there's a simplicity to it. And there's just the overall execution of this game is something that every developer should aspire to do. Um, I don't know if you felt that same way, but there is just so much love and affection that feels like it was poured into this game. Attention to detail, 
I mean, from the moment I launched the game with that first sequence where you're kind of like, you know, you're a, sol- a soldier and you're battling and you kind of launched the game at the same time as I did, right? It was after, I think it was after one of our mm-hmm. recordings. Um, actually, we got on and started playing. But, like, the fact that you you play this sequence that's unbeatable in essence, you know, and you're fighting, you know, in the trenches and you die as a soldier and it flashes the name on the screen, like who the soldier was and things like that. It's those little attention, that little attention to detail or that major attention to detail, um, makes it feel that much more real. And it kind of feels like it's paying homage to world war one and something we haven't seen in a game ever, you know, um, up to this point. Uh, Yeah. So um, it was after, yeah, it was uh, in like something really cool that I loved about that was that we were getting different names. Like me and you were playing, and I was like, "Oh, this guy," you know, and then you're like, "Oh, I got a different name," you know, and then so it wasn't just like the generic like John Smith, uh, you know, (laughs) Robert um, Marvan or whatever, you know, like it was just all these, uh, you know, all these different names instead of just. uh, Hold on one second. Anywho, <laughs> um, yeah, they're all different names, and it just kind of gave that more sense of realism and more sense of stakes. You know, you felt like you're playing as somebody instead of just like a soldier. You know? Yeah, yeah, and it's little things like that. And I, like, literally, this I could make an own episode for Battlefield One because I think it's such a spectacular game. Visually, it's outstanding. Mm-hmm. The audio is absolutely incredible. Gameplay is on point. It feels fresh. It feels new. Um, the weapon balancing seems to be pretty good for considering it just came out. There's really just Dice did it right, man. And I don't know if they had something to prove with you know their release of Battlefront or something like that. But there <laughs> must there must be something there that drove them to make what I think is the best Battlefield to date. And I've played every Battlefield since 2002, so that's saying something when it comes to this being my favorite. Oh yeah, and it's just filled with such like beautiful like not not including the story, which the story is great and you know, we can dedicate a whole episode to the story alone and um you know, I'm glad they did the story the way they did, but uh <clears throat> there's just such like beautiful little battlefield moments that happen so often in this game and you know, you're playing with friends and you you know, it's just like feels so frantic and so hectic but so controlled in a way where like if you know how to play Battlefield, like and you know the objectives and everything, you then you <clears throat> it feels like a little bit more controlled, but just like the amount of chaos that can ensue in a match is just insane. And uh <clears throat> I love the feeling of that and just like um there's one moment that we were talking about yesterday, I think, just when we were playing, uh, that I saw somebody recorded and put up on Instagram, where it was in that first sequence where you're, like, flashing through the different soldiers, and there's one, uh, you know, I'm sure there's more than one, but this guy recorded, like, a soldier just kind of, like, so beaten by everything and just dragging his rifle through the mud, and then, like, just a moment like that that Dice thought to put in there, you know? And who knows if everybody that plays the game is going to see that, you know, it's just something for people that do see it. Like, they get that little moment where, like, dang, like, this is, like, a real moment right now. That's what you get, right? Like, that's what I think was so powerful about the game is that 
they captured what I think the you know or you know the brutality what feels like the brutality of a real conflict. Like there are parts in the multiplayer where you're running around and there's some dude on fire, like and he's screaming, oh yeah, screaming, and you're like, oh my god, that's terrifying. Like literally, you kind you know, you kind of step back and you go, wow, this at one point this was like a real thing. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know, the attention to detail and just the overall love of the craft that Dice has poured into this game is just something that I don't think can be beat. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you feel it when, like, you go up to somebody and you, you melee them, and, like, it's almost like a weight behind, you know, what you just did, and you feel, like, the, the knife or the, 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 uh, like, the club or whatever you're using as your melee weapon, you know? It's something about that kind of close quarters combat that's really, uh, like, it feels like there's actually something there. It's not just running around knifing people and everything, like, um, like so, like actually, like most first-person shooters before this one, you know, is like kind of one-shot kill from for a knife. Whereas this one, you know, if you don't kind of sneak up on them, you just try to knife people, then you have to hit them a few times and stuff. And it's it's really yeah, like you said, like brutal. Like if you have a shovel and you're just like beating God, this dude right? with a shovel, you, you know, feel it. like you said, you really feel it. Like if somehow whatever they did to the melee system, like you, yeah, you just yeah, I. Just, I think it's because it's not like a swipe. Like you see the knife go into the people, you know. Like you see the the shovel hit them over the head and stuff. So it's not like such a quick motion where it doesn't feel like anything. You're actually like, you know, it's a little slower. There's more stakes to doing it, and you just like see them stabbing these people. They're not like just a real quick slash and then the dudes on the floor. You know, you see them dying. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude. As a whole, I think it's. One of the and it's weird that the review every review that I'm seeing, I don't know. It's not getting the reviews I expected it to get. To be honest with you, I don't know if it mm-hmm. is what you it getting what you expected. But I was expecting tens around the board, and it's not getting. You know, maybe not tens. Whatever I know, tens are like f- saved for like Skyrim and crap like that. But like, it deserves a high score, um, and it's not getting quite the reviews I thought it would be getting. Um, I think it's just the fact that it's a first-person shooter. Um, like a game like Uncharted 4 will get a 10, and that's because it's more story and more like things like that. But I think it's solely because it's a first-person shooter and people are just burned out at this point by first-person shooters. Um, a lot of people are, and a lot of reviewers must be because they have to review every first-person shooter out there. And, uh, you know, I think they just might be jaded by the franchise, by the, the genre as a whole, you know? And yeah, like tens are like this coveted spot. But if you look at the game as a first person shooter, it's a 10, you know? But if you compare it to things to like other games that are tens, you know, I can see where, you know, yeah, the story's lacking because it's not a story game. It's, you know, it's a great story for a first person shooter, you know? Um, but it's like trying to compare, like uh like the movie Philadelphia with like Civil War like the two totally different movies and you can't rate them on the same scale yeah did you see what IGN gave it what did they give it uh a 9 which is good uh, yeah it's good IGN, it's close but do you know you what know? they gave Call of Duty Black Ops 3 did, did they give it a 10 I'm going to slap a 9. somebody 9.3 
how that game is uh like right that's the kind of stuff that i'm like what like what is wrong with this world yeah i don't get that because black ops 3 is one of the most broken call of duty games um and just yeah, I, I don't want to go off on yeah, yeah, a tangent of Black Ops 3, so but yeah, that's just insane. Yeah, that that game's so freaking broken, and this game is, for just like, for now, for what I've seen, it's so balanced and so just on point about everything. Like, I can't imagine any other first person shooter getting a higher score than this game. And so fresh and new and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. Um,. But yeah, like in if I'm gonna give this game a rating, I would give it a high nine. You know, uh, you know, I I'd love to give it a ten. I don't know what a ten looks like. If you know, this is a ten, then it's a ten. You know, it's one of the best looking games I've ever played. Uh, just such a fun game. You know, yeah. So like, it's definitely like the highest rated game I played. <laughs> I agree. So I'm a huge fan. Uh, if we had a click it or or skip it or ticket for this, it would definitely be get yourself a ticket, get like nine others, and buy the damn thing. Um, so yeah, it's great. I'm excited to keep playing. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's just you know one of those things where you're so excited about something and you want to you know temper your expectations, but you really didn't have to for this game because it met all the expectations I had for it. All right, um, enough of that. Enough of yeah. Battlefield. Let's, which let's go us, into it, man. Which brings us to our pop top section of the uh, of the game of this of the game of the uh, episode. <laughs> man, this is another October inspired kind of October inspired pop top topic, right? So yeah, to keep it in theme with Halloween, which I'm sure everybody's ramping up to do, we're gonna do a pop top. Oh well, let's kick it off real quick. In three, two, one. Pop top. Pop top. Pop, pop, pop top. top. Um, pop top. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, this pop top is going to be about um, creature films. Uh, anything from monsters to creatures. Uh, our five favorite films um, that we enjoy when it comes to uh, kind of creepy. It could be creepy. It could also be happy um creature films for the month of october so what do you got there jake just want to keep, start us off all right my uh number five a guilty pleasure of mine it would be uh, anaconda starring... you <laughs> ah, you suck dude you suck so bad i should have started all right go keep going starring ice cube john voight and jennifer lopez <laughs> movies bomb and owen wilson yeah owen wilson <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love that movie. It's uh, you know the, this documentary film crew goes on the Amazon to film the tribe of something, but they end up being terrorized by a giant snake. Oh, did you read that off of Wikipedia, or did you make that up? I made it up. Hmm. <laughs> Sounded pretty yeah. good. But yeah, I love the love the movie. Um, I take it that was your number five. <laughs> It's a great flick. That was, yeah, my number five. So I'll skip my number five. I'm going straight to numero four. Okay. Um. Uh, let's go with number four. I want to make sure I'm getting the right one of what I think four should be. Tremors. 
Oh, yes, I love Tremors. Tremors is bad to the bone, dude. Kevin Bacon at his finest. Um, this is, like, one of my favorites, and they always show it on AMC, actually, like, around this time. I think they do the Fear Fest, uh, which I'm so disappointed I don't have cable for because I love when just watching back-to-back horror flicks. But um, this movie is definitely one of my favorites. Um when it comes to creature films, it's kind of about these worms that are underground in some desert town, um, and they they're just scary and creepy looking and ugly, and it's everything <laughs> you want from a creature horror film, kind of. So uh, it's about kind of them trying to destroy these tremors, Kevin Bacon, and I forget who the other guy is, but uh, it's pretty good, pretty good. Uh, that's one of my favorites, so that makes the list. They're called uh, Graboids. 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 <laughs> the scientific um, name. We're all about scientific. But yeah, I love that movie, especially living out here in the desert. You know, it's just, it really hit home, like, just that kind of Yeah, let me guess. It was filmed thing. in Lucerne, too. Blah, blah, blah. It was blah. filmed in Arizona. <laughs> hey, everybody. Everybody. Real quick, everybody. You know, I just had to we t- can do a whole episode about movies filmed in Lucerne. Yeah, okay. Sure we can. What your claim to fame, <laughs> Hills Have Eyes, which wasn't even filmed in Lucerne. Anyway, it continue. was. What, what's your next movie? Uh, number four. Um, going back to James Gunn, I'm gonna go with Slither. Um, uh, have you seen ever seen that movie? No. Uh, they're like these little worms that start like kind of infecting people and taking over this town, and it's just a really fun, gory kind of creature feature. Uh, and like the little worms, like infecting all the animals and stuff, and it, they're like little slugs. It's really funny and just cool and weird, and yeah, I just love it. And um, there's this, you know the, the 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 scene that was in all the commercials was the girl, and she was just huge because she was filled with these worms, and she was like, "Something's happening to me," and she's just like nasty. It's just so fun. Like yeah, it's just a weird movie that's just like went on a lot of people's radar. And, uh, yeah, I just want to bring the attention to Slither. Right, all right. Um, which brings me to my third. Did you cut me all the way down to three already? Yeah, okay, third, which is, uh, does World of the Worlds count? It counts, yeah. Those are creatures in a way. World of the Worlds and my boy Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> I just thought this movie was really good. Um, kind of another, I don't know, it felt like, the start of an era when it came to it kind of felt like well it kind of felt like a revival at the time that it came out of alien films um and i just thought it did a really good job of um showing what modern i don't know it just felt like the first modern alien film that had you know really good special effects combined with good acting um mm. and it was there was some really just really badass parts i remember watching um with like an, some dude shooting down one of the the tripods with like a an AT4 just had a bunch of cool scenes in it um, that were really terrifying. That scene when they first run into the tripods and it just starts zapping people and they're just yeah. shredding into ash and like people are running through ashes of other people. It's just like a really cool, um, in a way, beautiful and like scenic scene. I know that sounds weird, not weird, it's not beautiful, but it was just it was well done. <laughs> so um, that was definitely one of my favorites. All right, um, I'm gonna go. Three and two, just so we're caught up with each other. So uh, my number three is going to be Lake Placid. That's a good one. Giant crocodile in a small town lake. Um, 
And it's just, you know, really fun. It has uh, Betty White in it. <laughs> um, and then uh, some other actors. Uh, <clears throat> but it's just like, uh, you know, one of those late 90s, I think early 2000s. It's like kind of like Deep Blue Sea and stuff like that where they're just a uh, big animal is terrorizing a small town. <coughs> um, but yeah, it's real fun. Lake Placid. Um, actually, uh, it's funny that Sci-Fi just released a movie called Anaconda vs. Lake Placid. Oh, wow. But is it like one of those crappy independent films that they do? Yeah, that's in, more in the vein of like Sharknado. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I love that they call it Anaconda vs. Lake Placid because he's not fighting lake the lake. Pla- he's yeah, fighting, he's the fighting the crocodile. crocodile. <laughs> yeah. What's the crocodile's um, name in that? I don't even remember. I don't think they have a name for it. It's just, right. you know... But it, it, that's just a funny thing that, that sci-fi decided to do. And um, for my number two, I'm going to go with The Thing. Ooh, another good flick. Yeah, that's my my cheater of the of the week because I, I know it's an alien, but uh, it still counts as a creature. Um, but yeah, that movie's just so good. And it, it's like the quintessential thriller like whodunit kind of thing because you don't know who the alien is you don't know who it like what it infects and i love just like uh you know the ambiguity of the ending and stuff um so yeah very very good uh john carpenter is the thing all right that brings me to my number two which uh, i'm gonna go with predator which I think nice. classify. He's kind of alien, but he's definitely a monster or a creature. Um, and I just, dude, I love this movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger, obviously at his finest. Um, that's where the get to the chopper thing comes from, right? That's that movie. Yeah. Get to the do it. Can, can you do your best? Uh, get to the chopper. I can't even do it. Um, get to the chopper. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we need to hire somebody for that next time, but. Uh, It'd be cool to have an impressionist on this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just like snap at him every time. Yeah, you exactly. Hey, that part, that part. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, uh that's just one of my favorites. I grew up with it. I love the scene where he's finally tr- figured out how to like hunt the predator, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's like coating himself in mud and he's like hiding. But just the predator as a whole is just a straight up badass dude. He's like one of the coolest alien creatures. I think that uh, have, has been created with his, you know, the heat signature radar kind of stuff, the bomb he's got on his arm, the blades, everything about him is just screams badass. So uh, that's definitely my number two. Yeah, I love that he's just all about hunting for sport kind of thing. Like, that's just, like, that's what they're raised to do. Yeah. But then, like, he has, like, the biggest douchebag move of all time. Like, if you're going to kill him, he's just like, you know what? We're both going down, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like uh, <laughs> um, well, that's like the way the race is done. It's like if you're gonna get killed, you know, might as well take everything out <laughs> while you're at it. Yep. Um, for my number one, uh, a big trend of my movies have been fun, and this is like the funnest of them all. I think it's called Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, great movie. <laughs> and it's about a chemical spill that turns uh, all these spiders into giant spiders. And it happens in this small town in Arizona. Uh, who's, who's that actor? Um, he's in every, he's in Scream. He's, uh, um, I'm looking it up. <laughs> 
But uh, he's just a real fun Chris actor. He's McCormick. No, uh, he played the sheriff Dewey. Oh, de- in uh, um, in Scream. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah, it's uh, you know giant spiders terrorizing a town. Uh, they all hole up in the mall to get uh, you know for. Uh, David Arquette. There we go. I'm sorry, Scarlett I was reading Johansson's the character of that he played. He played Chris McCormick uh, in the movie. Okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. David Arquette, Scarlett Johansson in this movie actually too. Um, just really fun. Like you know, you have these all these spiders just killing people, and they're trying to you know kill them all. And it's just yeah. like such a, it's such like a. a a movie made like from like in the vein of the fifties, kind of like giant ants and stuff. Remember that movie Them? Oh, it's all about and that. Just, yeah, yeah. So I love it. It's just so cheesy and just just a real fun movie to watch. Like I don't think the special effects even hold up nowadays or whatever, but just you know, it's like one of those movies you watch just for the fun of it. Is there a part where they're like in a mall or something at the end? Um, I feel like I I gotta rewatch it, but what yeah. a fun movie. Okay, good. I'm happy. About yeah, they're just running and like all those giant spiders are chasing them and just covering the walls and there's a giant tarantula, you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. That's a good number one. Uh, and that brings me to my number one, which is Jaws. Nice. Um, which is like one of my all-time favorite movies in general, actually. Um, I've been re- watching it recently. For some reason, it was on AMC for like six months straight um, about five <laughs> months ago, but uh, I got to rewatch it and... That movie holds up, man. It is so good. Um, Steven Spielberg at his finest, uh, and who doesn't love a giant shark? But that movie, man, that made me afraid to go in the water for God knows how long. Um, so that's definitely my top creature film out of them all, or giant monsters, because it's just so well done. Um, and if something scares you enough to not swim for five years, I'd say <laughs> it did something right. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, purposely left it off my list. I knew you were going to have it on there, so I was like, you know what? Jake, that's, thanks, man. I, t- I took Anaconda from him. <laughs> <laughs> so I took something else from him. Nice job. But, uh, um, yeah, nice pop top, man. Those are all movies everybody should watch before Halloween. Yeah, um, definitely. And uh, next week, um, you know, I'll I just, you know, come right out with it, bury the lead. Um, give you some time to think about it. We're gonna do uh, slasher films. Slasher and that'll films. round, yeah, that'll round out our Halloween themed uh, pop tops. So get ready for that one. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm excited to see everybody's Halloween costume. Post on Facebook or something. Tag us. Hey, post on Instagram. Tag us or whatever. We want to see or Twitter. We want to see your guys's um, Halloween costumes. I don't know if Jake's dressing up. Jake, you dressing up? Uh, maybe. I think I worked that day, so we'll see what happens. Um, but I'll probably dress up. Uh, I know the family is dressing up as, uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, um, that's gonna be really fun to see. But, yeah, man, um, I, I wanna see your, uh, your outfit. I don't know if you wanna give it away, but I wanna see it. Oh, you'll see it. Don't worry, I'm not gonna give it away <laughs> quite yet. But, uh, you'll see it next week. Um, so thanks everybody for joining us for this episode of Pop Top. Um, we'll be posting it on all the channels. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, YouTube and things like that. Uh, I think there's some videos coming up, and um, I'm working on a Battlefield video, so hopefully I can get that out of here um, shortly. And um, anything, last words, Jake? Whoa, yeah, that, 
Last words, yeah. <laughs> you gonna kill me? A, yeah, right. Any last words, Jake? Um, turn around, yeah, turn around, the, Jake. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, everybody, go uh, you know check out the movies we said. If you're look, if you're bored, looking for something to do, yeah, great. Later.